0: Hey, podcast listeners, this is your host, Michael Smalley. This is a warning. The following episode will be rated PG-13 because, oh yeah, Amy and I, that would be my lovely wife, are going to have some honest, real, overt conversations about sexual intimacy. So if you got little ears that you don't want to have to hear what we're talking about, Now's the time to press pause and usher those little ears out of listening distance. But you'll want to come back because these shows are going to be awesome. Oh. Continuing our conversation about sex. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yep. I I'm like into it. it. Yes. So today's show is about the top 10 ways guaranteed to get your wife in the mood. <laughs> so this is this is a show for all the ladies. So husbands really want to pay attention. Because we're going to give you some super practical ways, actually 10 of them, that will help get your wife in the mood and get her excited to have sex.
1: Now, there's no guarantee in life, right? So we can't say totally guarantees, but we can say this is what's going to set your wife. If she's a typical wife, you have a good relationship, she wants to have a good marriage, you want to have a good marriage – This is what this is about. This is about setting your wife up to want to have sex.
0: To be ready.
1: To get ready. Oh, Oh, yeah, baby.
0: I'm just going to say, you're going to want to hang with us this entire episode because number 10 is brilliant.
1: (laughs) Of course, because you came up with it, right? Uh,
0: Well, no, actually, I didn't. My father did. Okay. So I don't want to steal his idea, at least not for the next few years. (laughs) Eventually, it'll become my idea. But I mean, every one of these are awesome. But that 10th one, you're going to want to hang in there and hear what we got for you. All right. So, you ready? Get into it. Yeah. We're doing this is like our first top 10 list ever. <laughs> well, yeah. On the podcast. Yeah. I'm so excited to be here. You really sound like it. I am. If only you can see know. her in the studio. The am, sparkle looks gone.
1: I am so sparkly today.
0: All right. So here are the top ten ways guaranteed to get your wife in the mood. Sorry, I can't help but change my in voice. In the mood. In the mood. Number one, and honestly, this one is actually not even that difficult because it it truly does. If you want your wife to be excited about sex it begins and ends with placing high value and honoring her make her number 1 and sex is an outpouring how of how much she feels loved yep what do you say about that lady
1: a men sexy husband
0: what yes well do we need to hit pause <laughs> so okay Here's something messed up that I'll share from my childhood. Really? Oh, yeah, it's messed up. Okay. I was in high school. I don't know how old I was. But my father, the late, great Dr. Gary Smalley, marriage expert extraordinaire. I am not married. I didn't even know if I was dating it when he gave me this advice. I may have been in junior high when he gave, when he said this to me. Really? Yeah. And and this again highlights our differences growing up. Cuz I'm pretty sure your father or mother never would have said this to you. Well, and your girl. Yeah. But I guarantee you they wouldn't have said it to your brother. Okay. Cuz my father comes up to me and he goes, "Hey, you want to know how to get any girl really turned on and excited for you?" I know. If only the listening audience could see the shock and horror. I know you're in junior
1: high. That'd be like saying that to David right
0: now. I know. Yeah,
1: he's he's actually in high school, but still.
0: Yeah. It was like, and I felt that way because I was, you know, I don't know how much I've well, I've shared about this on many other episodes, but I was not what you would consider a a ladies' man. (laughs) (laughs) I was, I was a mess. I was insecure. I was a prude beyond prude, terrified. But my father said, You want to know the secret, and you got to say this till you're married. I was like, Oh, don't think I want to know this, Dad. He's like, Well, you're going to hear it anyways. If you really want to turn on a lady, serve.
1: Wow. Oh.
0: Highly value her, honor her. Yeah. Make her number one. And let me tell you, that gets the engines revved up. Let me just tell you, it worked for you. Yeah, Because that's exactly
1: what you actually
0: did. I did. And my dad knew that because I wasn't married. Because I was
1: actually the one. You had actually served me so well that I came all the way from Conroe, Texas Mm -hmm. to Branson Mm -hmm. to find out whether or not this guy that I had found a friendship with, but you had served me so well that I wanted to know... Can I have romantic feelings for him? And then when I got to Branson. Keep going. Yeah, when I got to Branson and we started talking and you started telling me all these wonderful things, not trying anything. You didn't even try to kiss me or hold no, my hand or terrified. do any do any of those things. But I knew you kind of maybe wanted to, but... I, I you just served me so well that I was the one that actually our first kiss, I kissed you. I didn't know
0: if you were gonna yes. say that. I was gonna say, so who it really made the did, first I move? guess, turn
1: me on. So it did work. Your dad's advice worked.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 well, and here's the deal. Cause I know some of you might be mortified right now, and we already gave you the warning. This is PG thirteen, we're talking about sex. And I know some of you are mortified that my father would even remotely say something that. Understand, I was mature as a kid. I honored God. You're
1: prude but mature. Well, I was probably yeah.
0: prude because I was mature, That's frankly. That's true, yeah. And so, and your I,
1: mom, tell, tell them what your mom used to say about the how you can get a girl pregnant. Oh, my heavens.
0: <laughs> well, this is why we did the last show. <laughs> because... There's so much ridiculous information out there within Christian households and churches. But my mother did try to warn me, I guess, to scare me away from having a girl in the jacuzzi. We had a jacuzzi. And I think her plan was to terrify me, which worked, sadly. (laughs) But she was like, hey, now, you know, you don't want to get your girlfriend in the jacuzzi with you. And I went, really? Okay, why? Why? She's like, well, because you could get her pregnant. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. Those little suckers can swim right through that chlorinated water, (laughs) find their way up the fallopian tube, and embed themselves (laughs) with an egg. I mean, I can't even believe you remembered that. Oh, yeah. Thanks for highlighting that (laughs) shameful moment of my past. But (laughs) Which is so messed up. And I think she was probably... Knowing my mother now as an she's adult, she's trying to be funny. She was being, she was just messing with me. Yeah, because it's not true. By the way, oh,
1: it's not true. Oh, really? No. Oh, really? No, oh I'm, wow. I'm, I did okay. some
0: serious research in college because <laughs> yeah. I wanted to get. Are you the trying jacuzzi. to say
1: you tested that out? No, what are you trying to get, say?
0: I wanted to get into a jacuzzi or a pool with a girl, and I'm like, well, I better make sure <laughs> no funny business can happen. <laughs> so, but here's the deal: he shared that with me because he knew. I had already shown and displayed a desire to honor God and honor girls. Mm-hmm. That was a kind of a part of my makeup, my personality. I was not a player, right? And and a big part of that is a part of my personality. So I, I don't want to sit here and say, oh, I was just such a wonderful person. I just was naturally gifted uh, as an avoider and just loving and sweet and sort of, you know, not real intimidating or pushy, I guess would yeah, be a good word. Yeah, you were not word. pushy, yeah. And so it was easier for me to handle that advice because I knew I was committed, right? I was a virgin right. when we got married. And, but you're right. I mean, that and what's, what's important, of it, and here's the deal, gentlemen, you don't make your wife or try to make her feel honored and number one so that you can have more sex. That is not, That is not what we're saying. That's manipulation. That is manipulative and it will blow up and it will harm your relationship because as savvy as we often think we are in our sin, people pick up on it. Those unconscious motivations. Why are you smirking?
1: Because I'm also thinking about a time. <gasps> Do you wanna that's so funny. Okay, so you, are you gonna say it? Will you say I don't it? know. Okay. Well, Michael used to he has another skill. That of serving that is amazing. And when we first got married, he would give me these massages. And the massages were very good. You're, oh, you're very good with your yeah. hands. But there, there would be sometimes that the massages would always lead to Not sex. Not
0: sometimes. They kind of always. Always, always. I'll give it to like, you. Okay. They were always leading to sex. And there
1: was sex. a bit. And it started becoming a bit of a manipulation after a little while. So. Uh, now,
0: I will say unconsciously. <laughs> but we were, I think we were at Wheaton College. We were in no, grad school. No, we
1: were not. We were at Baylor. No,
0: no. We weren't at Baylor. We, we were in Waco. We weren't even married.
1: We were, yes, we were married the last six months that so you were at Baylor oh. from December to, to, to August. Yeah.
0: Yes. Can we just say it happened at Wheaton? No. Oh, no.
1: Because that table got messed up. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry you did not just say that i am
0: so proud of you i've actually never been more proud or turned on (laughs) at the exact same time yes that massage table got messed up no the coffee table (laughs) broke (laughs) see people i told you this is an honest overt (laughs) real conversation about how to have the greatest <laughs> sex of your life.
1: Anyway, so, so yes. Well, but
0: that's actually a good thing because you eventually were like, hey, listen, I love the massages and I love having sex. Yes. However, I think I'm starting to feel a little, Not you didn't say manipulated. No, I said, but you're like, I go, sometimes
1: I, I just want maybe just a regular massage.
0: And as embarrassing as that was <laughs> to hear... Because it did dawn on me almost instantly like, oh, my Lord, that's what's happening. Yeah. And and look, we don't have to crush me. I'm no. a guy. Uh, visual stimulation. There's physical stimulation going on because I'm touching and rubbing and you're naked and I'm massaging you. There's oil involved. <laughs> so it's not like I'm a weirdo to get turned on. So I would get turned on and you were a very receptive, loving wife. And you're yes. like, all right. Let's get this going, but yes. eventually, it wasn't all right.
1: Well, and and not remember, like huge... if you remember what the compromise that we decided was, we it's would brilliant. decide beforehand. Yes. So because it, it wouldn't be, I I, I get it. it wouldn't be very fair to come
0: mid like I come up and I'm like, hey, do you want a massage? And I might not even be thinking sex. And you're right. like, oh, I would love one, but you're only really wanting a sport massage, right? And then I start massaging, and then you know I start yes. making it more intimate.
1: Yes, I can't. That's believe I'm not the right this. time.
0: This is so good for people <laughs> to hear. It's going to be our best listened to podcast ever.
1: Because <laughs> Amy's telling all the sex she stories. She
0: is, and so oh, my hands are. Ringing. And so it, but but it's a good point, hun. It is. is. It, it what's is. not cool is now the engines rev, things are going. Right. It's not the time. to Go, hey, wait a minute. What are you doing? Right. Like, I don't want that right now. Cut it off. Stop it. That would be that would be hurtful. Right. And so the good news is we had a conversation. Right. You were able to bring it up in an honoring way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was able to respond, I believe, in an honoring you way. Did. And our Absolutely. win-win solution was, why don't we designate a sport massage or a sex massage? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: And you know what else you said too? This is really funny. Do you remember this? You said you go, and a sports massage can turn into a sex massage, but it, but not, but the uh, the reverse can't happen. Well, so wait, what? so so a sports massage. So if I change my mind and a sports oh. massage does, and I do turn into a sex massage, that's okay. And but, that's
0: your desire. And, that's, and Your call. Yeah,
1: that's my call. But a sex massage can't turn into a sports massage. Right. You
0: can't say, hey, I'll, I'll I'd like, yeah. Yeah, I would enjoy a yeah. sex massage, and then I'm getting in, Yeah, I'm doing all Loving the work, yeah. and then <laughs> eh, I'm not in the mood anymore.
1: Yeah, or I fall asleep or something. Yeah. That would not be That would have been
0: very hurtful.
1: I, I'm, I'm just saying, sometimes women do that. They're like, oh, <laughs> I love this massage so much that they fall asleep, and then that's not exactly what their husband was going for. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah.
0: So, number one is make her number one, and sex will be an outpour of how much she feels loved. Mm-hmm. Number 2.
1: This one is actually so good and I I'm going to read it.
0: Let the people know. Be a
1: great dad. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I cannot tell you how there's a part of we as women, we know that there's a difference between kind of that erotic love, but then, but when we have a connection like that emotional connection, and when you get a oh from from your wife, that is a ah. <laughs> maybe the husbands could maybe think of it that way, like not 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 a definite not. It doesn't go from a one to a ten. Like she doesn't get turned on. Like not, but it it's a lead in. It is a gate. That's a gateway drug right there. It is. <laughs> That's a gateway drug. Gateway to sex is definitely big old turn on.
0: Be a great right dad. Now. And do you remember when this first yeah. came? Yeah. So our kids were little. I think I had, uh, how many did we have at the time?
1: We had all three. At
0: the so, but David would have been little. David's little. Reagan yeah. would have been a tiny little toddler. Yeah. and So I had all three of the kids on our bed and we were playing, I believe, a game that I coined Smackdown. Where I would get a pillow, the kids would jump around, and I would whack their legs out from under them. They'd fall on the bed. We'd have a lot of fun. Yep. I love being a dad. And then I had David. And so I didn't notice that you came in the room. And so now I have David, and everyone is screaming and laughing, and we're all having the time. I am being a loving, healthy father. I have our son, our youngest, a little guy, and I'm tossing him up in the air, and he's giggling. And then my Sex-craved wife <laughs> leans into my ear and says, do you remember? What'd you say? You
1: don't know how much this turns me on.
0: I was like, now, unfortunately, I just tossed David in the air. She says and whispers quite sultry, you have no idea how much this turns me on. I forgot about David instantly. I turned and was like, what? And David whacked the bed.
1: <laughs> no. No, it He's was. He's in fun. a wheelchair now. No. no,
0: but I will say, as a husband, like seeing you being a good mother does not do the same thing for me. <laughs> it doesn't. No, I mean obviously I appreciate. it. Yeah. I enjoy seeing you being a good mother. It does not turn me on sexually, <laughs> but for a woman, well, hello.
1: Well, when I tell you, and things why like though?
0: That... Can you explain why to the husband so they get it?
1: Because it's you're loving something that I love. And there when you is. are investing in something that I love, it shows a selflessness and a just a connection of my world that you're connecting to the most intimate part of my world. And, and that just means so much.
0: And you've heard it about the differences between men and women. But the truth is women are, they're interconnected. All the things mashed together. And being a great dad... Is one of those ways that'll do it. And that's the trick. Gets it done. And and again, remember, if you are pretending to be a great dad so that you can have more, it won't work. It doesn't work. We can see through that. They can. Guys, you're never going to be as sophisticated as you think in your head about hiding your true intentions. Mm -hmm. So stop it. All right, number three, overwhelm your wife with affirmation. And affirm her about her life, about her work, about her parenting, about her looks, about her future. Be affirming, be positive about your wife. Those things build up your relational equity, which then translates into more sexy time. When you said
1: overwhelm her with affirmation, let's just say I didn't feel very sexy when we were when I was pregnant. We were pregnant. When I was pregnant. You were very affirming of of me. But what does that look like, say, if you say you found a stretch mark or something like that? <laughs> You're like, oh, wow, what's that? And I'm like, oh,
0: well, in, in they start essence, crying. Being the opposite of affirming and maybe yeah. being critical right. or highlighting some negative things. And the uh, one... Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Mm -hmm. This is important to understand. So because things change, we grow older, wrinkles appear. Our wives have children. That does all sorts of things to our wives' bodies. And not every wife, you know, what, what really annoys me about you, my wife. What? Is how quickly you rebounded from your pregnancies. It didn't make any sense to me. You and I would gain weight together because I was supportive. <laughs> I was loving. Yeah. And then you'd have this baby. Two weeks later, she's back to her normal weight. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and then, like, third kid in, I'm like, look, I can't just keep taking this pregnancy weight <laughs> on for you. So so the reality is we gain weight. Things change. Hey, you know what? I mean, I, we, I had a couple in an intensive where the wife was attacked at her place of business, like in the oil industry, and the dude poured a bucket of acid over her. <gasps> Horrible. Uh. Awful. And it disfigured her. I mean, it was acid. It was terrible. Uh. And hundreds of surgeries. And that was one of his honest struggles at first was, uh, what do I do? Right. She's beautiful. And now she's, she's scarred. She's injured dramatically. Mm-hmm. And that's what I told him. I said, look, seeing her as beautiful is a choice. And what I've shared before in the podcast or maybe in the first episode where, or I, I think it was actually at a live event recently where I was getting on the topic of sexual intimacy. You weren't there to defend yourself. Oh, okay. So, but my point was look, I've gained weight and I've put on weight, and that's not okay. And I need to, I need to desire being healthy and I need to get healthy. However, things happen, things go wrong. There could be an accident, mm-hmm. right? Things change. We get old. We don't look like we did when we were 21. Mm-hmm. And one of the things though I, I made sure to highlight for people is look, I yes, if I'm gaining weight, my wife is gonna have to choose to see me as beautiful and not, you know, be turned off or critical or mean, and you've done an, an amazing job with me for 23 years. But what I shared with the audience was look, my wife is hot. She's gorgeous. But I'll tell you right now, if she's not being nice. Or if you're being, if you're escalating or if you're not being healthy, eh, she ain't attractive. <laughs> so it's like, it doesn't That's matter true. if you're good looking, if you've gained, whatever. And I don't want to say people who've gained weight are not good looking. So I don't want to phrase it that way. But you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. If things have changed negatively, it could be both emotionally and physically. And so we, we need to work at being affirming. And I because I could get totally I could spiral totally out of control negative beliefs about you or I could catastrophize if you're not being healthy or if you're escalating, whatever, just being a normal, Mm -hmm. sinful person. I could catastrophize that and it could absolutely spiral and I don't want to have anything to do with you Mm -hmm. intimacy wise. So that's why we want to overwhelm our wife with affirmation, which is number three. Number four. And I know this is old advice, but it's, it is true today as it was yesterday and decades before and for, since the dawn of, of civilization. Be a good listener. Be a good listener, fellas. Look, your wife doesn't need you to solve all of her problems. And that doesn't necessarily work for your wife. I'm telling you. Well, I mean, just listen to my wife. How do you feel towards me when I'm being a good listener and I'm being validating towards you? Can that also be a turn on? Absolutely. Because I feel connected to you. Ah, there it is.
1: And when I feel connected to you, that emotional connection leads to me being able to be physically connected
0: to you. It does. They Mm. work together. So be a good listener. And for me, listening, take that a step further and validate her. Allow her to be who she is. To feel what she's feeling, and don't try to solve the problem. Just go, hey, how can I help? Be a good listener. Don't be a judger. Yeah. Like
1: you're wrong, or a fix it. You can be the things that you want to be. Is you want to be a listener? I'd be a good listener, but you don't want to be someone that judges or someone that fixes things too too quickly. Just wants to fix it. So get on, so we can have sex. That's kind of not oh. not a good.
0: It's a good way to phrase that. because <laughs> yeah. it can happen that way. Yeah. I'm going to do all this stuff so that I can have sex.
1: Right. Okay, so we're going to fight so then we can have sex. Okay, so are we over yet? Okay, can we have sex now? No, that's not. Are you good? (laughs) No. Are you you good?
0: Can we still have sex?
1: Yeah, that's probably not a good tactic. No.
0: So number five on these top ten ways guaranteed to get your wife in the mood. Number five, ask her and we have a chapter called The Trillion Dollar Question in one of our first books together, The Surprising Way to a Stronger Marriage. But ask her the trillion dollar question. Hey, well, honey, what are things I could do for you that that would really help get you in the mood?
1: Yeah, it, it, being open to that, being open to... Uh, and, and what's so funny is, is that if you asked me that question, and I think at one point in time you did ask me that question,
0: and it led to
1: number six,
0: it did, but we can't go there yet. You can't? No, let's just make huge sure. it's
1: to being able to say, okay, what can I do for you to get you in the mood? That might be their love language. So hey, it might be, I just want to spend time with you. It might mean that we, we actually sit down and talk, That and then you could ask me, you could be a good listener, you could ask, or you could maybe do something for could, me. You
0: could, but here's the point. The reason you ask is you probably don't know. And, and that's a big mistake a guy is going to make with his wife is you're going to assume that maybe she's like every other woman you thought of, or mm-hmm. you think she's the norm or the whatever, and and that's dangerous because you you're gonna, if you haven't asked, more than likely you're doing things in order to get her into the mood that don't do it for her. So mm-hmm. it's a simple solution: ask the question, be specific, and then do those things.
1: Absolutely. It may and be and I don't you- know
0: what it is for your wife.
1: Yeah, it may mean. You number take a shower. Six. Maybe mean you take a shower. You brush your teeth.
0: Yeah, don't be I smelly. Think, yeah,
1: that's probably that's, probably, that's, that's probably, probably, probably universal. I mean, some guys think that they're real sexy when they're sweaty. Really? But
0: oh, like Matthew McConaughey, who doesn't wear, yeah, he deodorant. Doesn't
1: wear deodorant. But in, yeah, we won't talk about that. But I mean, sometimes people think, oh, I just I, I want to do that, you know, and I'm so sexy I, after I just worked out. I no, no, it's usually it's not.
0: not. Well, all right, you wanted to get to it. What's yes. number six?
1: Acts of service. If you asked me that, I'd be like, oh, my god!" Not just
0: an act of service.
1: Clean. Wow. Oh, man. I can remember our, when our kids were really little, Ha- and the- it was just a constant struggle to keep the house just to keep the toys off the floor where we weren't stepping on things stepping on legos or barbies or whatever and and things were all on the floor and sticky stuff on the counter oh man and i couldn't literally i couldn't think about anything other than those type things of just so is that them. the
0: reason because i think a lot of men might go what in the world because we all saw the mr clean commercial during one of the More recent Super Bowls. Oh, yeah. Which is brilliant. And I actually have included, I've embedded that in this post. So if you're listening, if you're driving, when you get home, go to Smalleyinstitute.com and you can watch the commercial, especially if you don't know what we're talking about. But it's utterly brilliant.
1: It is. It's so true.
0: But so what is it then? Why is cleaning a turn on for a woman?
1: Oh, my God. It's like an organizing. Your, your world means organizing your brain so everything feels clear and you can think about other things, which is that you're thinking about sex.
0: Say it, say it like more sultry you can think about. So, you can think about sex. Oh. I could think about sex. <laughs> yeah.
1: But before that, all I'm thinking about is the
0: sticky floor. Yeah. And, and the, how messy everything is. And how is.
1: messy everything is. And oh my gosh, what, it, you know, if someone were to come over right now, it'd be disgusting. And oh, or what are the kids going to put in their mouth? And are they going to put that stuff, that gross stuff that's on the floor? Are they going to put that cereal that really? dropped from the All breakfast? these things
0: are going in the mind of a woman if well, it's yeah, not clean. She, yeah, yeah. Because for men, and I, I definitely fit the mold. I think on this one, yeah, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I'd be, I could easily be in the mood at a trash pile. Ew. I Ew. could. I'm just saying. It'd be, first
1: of all, it'd be smelly.
0: I'm not saying you would be in the mood. I'm saying it would be easy for me to get in the you mood. You could
1: get in the mood in a stinky place.
0: Pretty much anywhere. Ew. Okay. I won't go into all the details of where, yeah, but, but pretty yeah. much anywhere.
1: Okay. So clean, yes, definitely. It's very important to me. I mean, not to everyone. I think woman, to a lot of women. Though. To a lot of women, because we've asked this. Deal. Yeah, we have, and, and we've
0: shared and the yeah. story at a lot of events over the years, where I, you know, and and, and I, I kind of teased point number ten. It's we're getting closer. Okay. We've just gone through six. Okay. But on point number ten, this will make even more sense. But. I'll save it for point number 10. How's that? The story.
1: Yeah, you can do it.
0: Can we wait? Can you wait? I can wait. All right, number seven, be thoughtful. Look for opportunities, do loving things for your wife on a weekly, daily basis. So being thoughtful says you matter. It says you're valuable. It says I honor you. It says you're number one in my life. But I mean specifically thoughtfulness in the sense of Paying attention to your wife. So the, the, the best example I have that I can think of is when that one day you came in and the van, I think, had a bunch of we were promoting our daughter's play.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you came in
0: the house. You're like, oh, I am so tired. And I've got to get that, you know, chalk, chalk off of the back window in the van. But I, I want to shower first. I just need to clean up. and then, And I'm just sitting probably watching sports or something. And, you know, it took me a second, but you went kind of back into the bedroom, into the bathroom, and I thought, oh, wait a minute. This would be something loving. And, I, and it wasn't so that we could have sex. It was simply just to be thoughtful. So I went out and preemptively started cleaning that off with a razor blade and getting all the chalk off the back window of the van. and And then when you came out, you were pretty excited to see that. I
1: was super excited because it was unexpected. And yeah. it was, it was, an, and then some kind of thing. It was. It and so that's being I thoughtful. Nagged you nagged you about, the, yeah, thoughtfulness means that I didn't have to nag you or I didn't have to ask you twice or, or just maybe I, oh man, I'm just going to tell you if you remember stuff without like, and there being like an hour in between. So it's like, hey, you know what? Can you, can you take out the trash when we get home? And then you actually remember when we get home to take out the trash. Oh, that is very thoughtful.
0: Or you see your wife folding clothes or doing, and I don't mean to be whatever, stereotypical here, but folding clothes, doing the dishes, helping kids, working on a project outside, planting things, whatever it is, just use that as an opportunity to be thoughtful and to go, hey, can I help? Or, hey, let me do that for you.
1: And that does it, right? Yeah, it's awesome. You're the
0: lady in this thing. (laughs) Number eight. And I like number eight because the truth is, chivalry is in fact not dead. So, gentlemen, again, if you're trying and you're wanting or you're wishing your wife was more interested sexually or maybe even initiated more sexually, these are the things you do. And chivalry is one of those. Open the door. Assist her with tasks. Give her your coat if she looks cold or she sounds cold. Chivalry is gallantry. It's courtesy. It's being honoring. It's the noble qualities a knight was supposed to have, such as courage and a readiness to help others. It's the demonstration of any of these qualities. Here's a great quote. There's actually a website called chivalrytoday.com. In short, that's what chivalry is, a choice. The choice to do the right things for the right reasons at the right times. And that's a definition that even your social studies teacher probably would have approved of.
1: Do you know what you do that I think is very chivalrous? Oh. You usually see me cold. I and we're watching TV and stuff. You'll see me. Cause I, for some reason, when I lay down on the couch, I never remember... To grab the blanket, and so then I'm kind of in a like a little ball. I there's a pillow there, but you're like, oh, do you need a blanket? And you go and you get me a blanket and you tuck it in around me. Yeah. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sure. pays dividends, doesn't it? <laughs> it's so does. Yes, it does,
0: gentlemen. <laughs> Number nine, communicate with her about what she likes, turn ons, sex moves, etc. The best way to pleasure your wife and to get her turned on. Is that she's enjoying sex and the the way you can know she's enjoying sex is if you know what she likes. So ask her. I was like ask Seinfeld. Ask her. Yes. Ask her. Have the conversation. What do you enjoy? What do you appreciate? It's kind of like the trillion dollar question we talked about earlier, but this mm-hmm. is more specifically around, hey, what are turn-ons for you? Mm-hmm.
1: What are areas that you like? When do you like them? Do you not like them right at the beginning? Do you like them more towards the end? What you know, what does that look like? Some girls don't like to French kiss. I found that out. I'm really? Like that. Yeah, they just like to kiss, kiss. They huh. don't. Yeah, I know. But
0: that would be good to know. Yeah, because you would think French kissing, especially within a sexual yeah. connotation, would be pleasurable. But hey, that's and <laughs> that's what's funny. If she doesn't like it, and you don't know that. It's not like, gentlemen, we're not crushing you for French kissing your wife because that's not an abnormal thing to do. But unfortunately, if your wife is one of those women, where did you hear this? Don't give names, but. One of my clients. Oh, one of your clients did. Okay. So like at an intensive. Yeah. That was like some girl's coffee. And one of them was like, you know what I hate? (laughs) That's good to know. Well, we have reached number 10.
1: Number ten. We've talked about this. Da, 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 I kind of, yeah, I've da. kind of sold it. Yeah,
0: but I do love this analogy. This
1: is this is one of the best. Yeah, it my is. father it's came good.
0: up with it, and here we go. Number ten. Turn that crock pot on at the beginning of the day, fellas. Don't rush into sex, but build up your Sexual encounter with anticipation. Creating anticipation is going to radically increase both your enjoyment, by the way, but especially hers. Because, as my father always said, when it comes to being turned on sexually, women are like crockpots and men are like
1: microwaves.
0: Ah, what does that mean? A crockpot does not instantly get hot. No. It takes time. So therefore, gentlemen, don't roll over in the morning with your nasty morning breath and be like, hey, <sighs> do you want to get it on?
1: It always surprises me that that they do that in films and stuff. And they act like and I'm like, you have nasty breath. That Nobody... just does not that just that does not appeal to me. I don't care who you are, how attractive you are, your breath is stank.
0: Matthew it's, McConaughey. It's
1: rank. It, and so no, that's yucky.
0: No, it is. But also, what is, quote, yucky, end <laughs> quote, <laughs> gentlemen, is your wife, unless you lucked out and married yeah, a maybe microwave woman. She likes stanky
1: breath. Well, oh, but, I mean, are there are we... some. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry. Well, some might. I don't know. I'm not going to judge. <laughs> that's but true. there are women out there that are more like microwaves, they have yeah, higher levels true. of testosterone, whatever. But the majority of women are going to be like that crock pot. If you want it to cook and to get heated, you got to turn it on. So instead of rolling over going, let's have sex, that's super romantic for the ladies. They're really going to enjoy that. Instead, go, hey, because gentlemen, it's okay to be in the mood. It's not bad. And unfortunately for men, they during the night, things are happening biologically that... The testosterone is building and building and building. And so it's totally normal for a man to wake up a lot, really horny and ready to rock and roll. But gentlemen, you just gotta know more than likely your wife isn't. So don't just try to get at it right there early in the morning, but instead go, Hey, you know, what do I usually say?
1: Hey, what do you think tonight?
0: Boom, chicka.
1: I would say it's especially hard when you have little kids.
0: Yeah, because one of those little kids could come in there
1: early in the morning. Even if they're asleep, they're like, oh, no, it's just, yeah, we could just do it real quick. Well, that's not really, I mean, maybe Well, it could be fun. And
0: by the way, gentlemen, you got to listen to the next week's episode because next week's episode is the top ten ways to hack your husband's sex drive. So, gentlemen, you'll have your shot, but this is about the ladies. Most ladies need to have time to warm up. So discuss like, "Hey, tonight, do you think this Mm -hmm. would be a good night, gentlemen?" Relax, because if it's not a good day for them, or then don't push that on them. You've you've didn't listen to the last episode. Mm -hmm. Sex isn't about you, guys. It's about how you. It's another opportunity for you to love and serve your wife. And so your wife might need some time to build up. And with you, aim, it's hilarious because if I might bring it up in the morning like, hey, what do you think about tonight? Usually your first answer is, I don't know. Maybe. And then by lunch, it's like, hey, you know, all right, I'm kind of getting excited about tonight. And then by the evening, it turns into a full-blown, crazy, out-of-control, sexually wife. (laughs) Sure. Mm. Yeah. So foreplay for women is super helpful. Yes. It's and, and foreplay isn't just in the act of sex. It is emotional, cleaning the house, right? And I kind of teased. there. You know, we had one of these where I was like, hey, what do you think about tonight? Our kids were young. I had them all day. I don't know what you were doing. Probably an intensive would be my guess. And so you weren't going to get home until whatever, six at night. And at about four or five, I realized, oh, no, this whole house is a disaster. And so I got the kids to bed early, probably a little too early because they were like, daddy, but the sun's still out. I'm like, go to bed because I I needed to get the house clean. Yeah. And so I got everything cleaned and I focused in on the kitchen because that's, you know, the first room of contact when you would come home through the garage. I got all the dishes, not just in the dish, in, in the sink. Into the dishwasher, and then I turned on that dishwasher. Yes, turn gentlemen, it on. when you turn on the dishwasher, you're turning on simultaneously your wife. <laughs> because when you got home later that evening, I was sitting in my chair watching ESPN or whatever, and in that super deep, sultry, sexy voice, my wife said, And this is really what happened mm-hmm. Is that the dishwasher? <laughs> and I was confused because I was like, I like the tone. I don't understand the words, but the tone feels like what I'm hoping for, you know, us later. And I was like, "Well, uh, yes, it is." And then you,
1: yeah, I said that. S- no, you said that really turns me on.
0: You said that. Yeah, you were like, "That so uh, turns me on." And then I responded, "Well, it is on hot cycle." Yeah. <laughs> so I got a little playful, but it was good though. It was good for you, and that show that I care, I had already done the job by just turning on the Crock-Pot earlier in the day, and, and then by honoring you and the things that you need and the things that help you get in the mood, it made for a very lovely evening.
1: You know what it makes me think of? We really do have a lot of fun together. I guess I'm not naturally someone that talks like that. I'm not naturally someone... But I do have a lot of fun, and I can have fun. And I think that your personality, you know, I would say even our children have personality plus. I mean, they're dramatic. They they do a lot of fun stuff. And that that is an environment that helps our family do really well. But also, uh, you, that helps me, you being you and me being me, and us respecting each other and loving each other. But we do have... We put place high value on fun And, and on, on making each other laugh And on truly enjoying each other And I know that for you to enjoy me Having that sexy voice I know that you, you're not going to make fun of me You're not going, oh my gosh, you're so silly That's so that, duh, dumb or whatever We enjoy, we engage in those kinds of things And that really does make a big impact on our relationship And it makes everything seem more fun
0: Yes, it does So gentlemen I've just given you, we have just given you the roadmap. These are 10 things I promise if you do them and you do them in the right heart to honor and serve and love your wife, these 10 little tidbits of (laughs) informaciones are going to go a long way in just you being able to enjoy your wife, your wife being able to enjoy you in your sexual relationship with each other. Now, on to the website. I just kind of want to keep doing this in a sexy voice. <laughs> so, so gentlemen and ladies, visit www.smallyinstitute.com w-
1: for all your w- relational w-
0: needs. Oh. I'll try www.smallyinstitute.com. <laughs> That was pretty sexy We have free courses We got all sorts of cool stuff And one of the things you can learn about Is the Smalley Marriage Intensive Program You can reignite your relationship In only two days So check out Our intensive program We have eight locations across the United States And it is a Powerful program It works and it can help turn The most desperate relationship right around so you can find out more info at smalleyinstitute.com. I was aching to be somewhere near your voice, was all I heard. I was shaking from a storm in me, haunted by the specters that we had to see. Yeah, I wanted to be the melody, above the noise, above the earth.